0: i Sounds- Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled edition of In Black and Right, here on a WTF Friday! And I say it with a passion, as I pull off in the Aston, don't nobody like his ass, on. Huh? we in China, everybody know what Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a blast from the recent past. Just as true today as it was when it came out. Well, happy Friday, everybody. I hope everybody had a pretty decent week. It's been pretty eventful around here at the uh, headquarters of the In Black and Right Coalition. Uh, but it's, hey, the weekend is upon us, but boy have we got some stuff for you today here on WTF Friday. And all, as always, I am Jerry Brooks, your host, your tour guide through the alternate universe of Joe Biden's America, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Fighting for every precious constitutional freedom that's granted to us. And, well, what can you do? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun. And we're definitely going to have ourselves a pretty good one today. Uh, if you want to give us a shout out, uh, give us a, send, a, give, uh, send us an email if you don't mind. At inblackandright at gmail.com. Or check out our website, inblackandright.net we are just counting down the days until on black and right is going to be in Texas for CPAC Texas in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex although here in Florida down in Tampa about oh I don't know about two or three hours down the road on I-75 is the phenomenal Turning Point USA Student Action Summit and boy that place Looks like it is hopping. There's a lot of energy. You've got 5,000 college and high school students coming there just to enjoy the experience and learn things. Great speakers that are there. Uh, tonight, Friday, there will be Big Daddy, Governor Ron DeSantis, speaking uh, at the Turning Point Action event. Tomorrow night will be The Boss. Donald J. Trump the 45th president speaking as well down in Tampa Uh, Tonight though President Trump is doing a rally in Arizona uh, that had to be postponed because of the passing last week of his first wife Ivana and Who is the uh, mom of Don jr. Eric and Ivanka and so yes, the president the president was there Uh, Attending the memorial service in New York With Melania and all the other kids So yes, that was very sad and, And I totally understood the why he postponed it Out of respect for his first wife So yeah, there's a lot going on in this country A lot going on, especially down in Tampa I wish I was there, believe me I do But Hey, we got plenty. There's going to be plenty going on uh, down in Texas uh, here in the next couple of weeks, the first week of August. So I'm looking forward to maybe if anybody is in Texas, uh, any of the coalition, drop by, say hello. I'm not hard to find. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool. But today, breaking—well, I won't say breaking news—but this did happen today, a few hours ago that Steve Bannon, former advisor to President Trump, was found guilty on two counts of contempt of Congress, which are misdemeanors. But I'll tell you what, the Twitterverse and other social media are just, the lefties are absolutely giddy because these people are motivated by hate, they're motivated by revenge. The only person they can't stand more than Steve Bannon is Donald Trump. But it's amazing though, this is the first time since 1934 that anybody has been convicted of a contempt of Congress charge. Now of course this is going to be setting a whole new precedent for sure some of the legal analysis coming from people like Viva Fry, whose podcast has been doing uh, daily uh, recaps. Uh, Mike Davis, the founder of the Article 3 project, has provided a lot of his knowledge and expertise uh, about this case because this is one hell of a screw up. Sorry about that, but yeah, it's the judge in this case, is just set he might oh my goodness i i keep thinking about what this judge did and contradicting himself because this case could be very easily overturned on appeal because the judge was a doofus and made some very big legal mistakes and especially when it came to the concept of executive privilege which by the way for the goofy loony lefties who are out there the concept of executive privilege has existed since the time of George Washington and if you don't know who that is look it up but yes but now all of a sudden here's Steve Bannon contempt of Congress And they're like, oh, goody, yay, he's not above the law. Well, if he's not above the law, then how the hell do you explain Eric Holder, who, too, was held in contempt of Congress? He didn't get a trial. He wasn't tried by a D.C. jury, which, believe you me, you want to talk about a tainted jury pool. A city that went 94% for Barack Obama? Please. I mean, if you're... I mean, if you're a Democrat, oh, yeah, you're fine. But if you're a conservative and an outspoken conservative, oh, no, they're going to do everything they can to make your life a living hell. And these people won't care. I mean, they only deliberated, what, two, maybe three hours before they came up with their verdict? Like, okay, you know, I don't know what they were doing. I'm sure they made up their minds already. You know, what were they doing deliberating? Having lunch or something? I Mean these are the type of people you're going to have to deal with when you're dealing with the DC swamp It's just the way it is period but Yes, and I and I appreciate Bannon, I mean he was defiant to the core. He he didn't call any witnesses in his defense and the trial and his legal ca- and he spoke along with his legal counsel afterwards that they're going to appeal and they're going to win it on the appeal and bannon as defiant as ever pretty much called out the j6 kangaroo court called them out for being gutless wonders which they are now i don't it, just listening to some of these people on the committee especially this <sighs> This woman, who I can only just look at, and the scowl on her face is some like perpetually offended white Karen from Virginia. This uh, Loria, I I don't know. She's not particularly impressive, and she's talking about well, Donald Trump is an enemy. Yes, honey, I know it's a DNC talking point, and yet you found MS LSD, which is about as way off the reservation and way out in the Twilight Zone as you can get as far as quote-unquote media so yeah eh, I I just figured it's like nah, she wasn't even worth it but oh my goodness that was bad enough as it stands but oh it gets even funnier well actually funny as in weird and deranged uh, not funny as in humorous because of course last night In upstate New York at a Veterans of Foreign Wars campaign event, Congressman Lee Zeldin, who is the Republican nominee for uh, New York governor, was speaking to a group uh, up there at this event. And uh, well, apparently some deranged doofus, some 43-year-old guy and a white guy to boot. So I'm like, Okay, so where's the, uh, you know, so where's the white supremacy? Hmm. Come on. You know, if a guy is willing to attack a gubernatorial candidate at an event, it's just I'm going and a white guy. So you can't blame white supremacy. You can't blame a Trump being a Trump supporter. You can't do that. And this doesn't fit the narrative for the corporate media so pretty much yeah the story got about less than 30 seconds of airtime blah 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 and congressman Zeldin called it when he said that because of New York's soft on crime laws and bail reform and all that the guy who attacked him just 24 hours ago or less than 24 hours ago is is now roaming free the streets of New York I thought yep oh and and that's bad enough but oh my goodness here's a little something that was not going to be reported by anybody this came from uh, Breitbart News that Kathy Hochul the Perpetually offended Karen, the progressive charmster (laughs) She's essentially nothing more than a spawn of Satan Apparently had sent out a press release urging her supporters to quote-unquote RSVP to her Republican challenger Lee Zeldin at his campaign stop just hours before the deranged the deranged mofo, who I won't even name because he doesn't need any sort of notoriety, and it had failed. Now Congressman Zeldin was fine; he had suffered, uh, he suffered no damage, uh, no type of injury, and he was able to grab the assailant's wrist with whatever object he had until the deranged doofus in question was uh, was subdued. By members of the crowd, and they had zip tied him to restrain him. Uh, there, at this, they had some extra uh, uh, zip ties, you know, for campaign signs and whatnot. And so they used one to keep this guy subdued until the police could arrive. But apparently, uh, <laughs> woo, baby. This, uh, this um, press release from Hochul's office, and oh my goodness, this is just insane. Now, granted, here we are talking about all this rhetoric and oh, it's so violent, you know, these Trump supporters, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know, shut up. I mean did you not forget about the white guy supporting Bernie Sanders who shot at several members of Congress at a baseball practice in Virginia dang near killed Steve Scalise. Now fortunately people like Rand Paul uh, who, who was a medical doctor was there to help but nobody didn't say too much about this clown because he was a left winger and he was deranged white guy a a white progressive but nope 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 can't have that but here's something folks from the pot calling the kettle black department now in this press release from Hochul now this is just uh, annoying as hell to be perfectly honest um Let me read some of this. This is just messed up, absolutely messed up. Hang on a sec here. Because I want to be able to get this precisely in the context in which it was written. And to just see how messed up, I mean, hypocrite much lately, Kathy Hochul? Hmm? Hypocrite much? Seriously? <laughs> I mean, my lord, this is just insane. Let's take a look here. Okay. Alright, here we go. Thank you for being patient, folks. Now, this coming from, like I said, Kathy Hokel, the Democrat nominee for governor of New York. Now, she claimed in her press release to her supporters that Zeldin and his team would spread dangerous lies, misinformation, and his far right agenda at these campaign events. Okay, no big deal. That's typical. Big Lie Lee, which is Kathy Hochul's little cute nickname, it's like, hmm, wonder where you got that from. From a guy named Trump, because hmm? that's Donald Trump's style. Anyway, so Big Lie Lee and his entourage of extremists kick off the statewide MAGA Republican bus tour, which will make stops across the state, peddling dangerous lies, misinformation, and his far-right agenda. Right? Uh-huh. The total leftist code words. And right, and of course. You don't do that Kathy Hochul because you're as pure as the wind-driven snow More like the witch in snow white, but anyway Now Hochul it, now in the story from right Bart Hochul urged her supporters to quote RSVP to hear about Lee Zeldin's election integrity task force in his recent election fraud scandal In which his campaign photocopied over 11,000 duplicate petition signatures Hmm, okay, right? Okay, whatever. This is typical now The a gentleman named Arthur Schwartz uh, On Twitter Said you sent your supporters after him and they came now, of course (laughs) I love this my team has informed me about the incident at Lee Zeldin's campaign event tonight. Relieved to hear that Congressman Zeldin was not injured and that the suspect is in custody, and of course was quickly released—no bail, no nothing. I condemn this violent behavior in the strongest terms possible. It has no place in New York. Mm-hmm. Right. You lying sack of crap. Now, <laughs> I love something that Andy know. Now, this is a guy who understands the hypocrisy of the militant left all too painfully now Andy Now is a, a freelance journalist who was in who lived in Portland for a while but Antifa yes and I'll get into Antifa here in a bit but he wrote back and replied to Governor Hochul on on Twitter governor you seemed Suggest that there should have been violent vigilante violence by inaccurately describing that this campaign event is filled with far right extremists. That is the same language and dog whistle used by Antifa militants to urge comrades to injure or kill targets. Oops. Now, this is a guy, Andy No, who knows exactly what it's talking about because he was on the receiving end. Of this type of sick, twisted, demon inspired violence. I mean, to the point where he actually, Andy, now, I mean, he actually had a brain bleed. He was hit in the head, had a brain bleed because of Antifa. Now, Antifa's not anti fascist. BS. I'm calling it out right here and right now. It's BS, absolute BS, people. So yeah. So don't tell me, you know, Kathy Hochul all of a sudden is like, oh, this shouldn't have any place in New York, really. Uh huh. You set it up perfectly, and somehow this, oh, I did. It's not my fault, you know. When you are responsible for that type of rhetoric, Kathy Hochul, and with Joe Biden and his poll numbers absolutely suck in toxic waste in New York State, and even worse in other places, yeah, okay, sure, mm-hmm, yeah, you're just as pure as the wind-driven snow, <sighs> right, Hochul? Seriously, you're a mess, dear. You are a full-blown, full-grown, absolute mess. So, yeah. So, please don't give me this, Oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm glad he's okay. No, you're not. You want him gone. You absolutely want him gone. I'm like, holy cow, lady. You must really think that people are stupid. I mean, seriously, stupid. So yeah, <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, sorry, <laughs> but this is just—it's not cutting it, honey. You're, it's not cutting it, at least not with me. And I'm glad I don't live in New York State. I mean, I used to love New York, but because of people like you, Kathy Hokele, and the bald black buffoon of a mayor, Eric Adams, and the George bought and, George Soros bought and paid for slave of a DA in Alvin Bragg. I don't need New York. I don't need to come to New York unless it is absolutely, positively necessary. So yeah, this whole dog whistle crap. Oh please, gag. It's like you know you don't, you do not care. You don't care if Lee Zelvin got hurt or not. You don't care and your insincerity and hypocrisy i mean i mean even my four-year-old great-niece can figure out that you're a lying sack of excrement Ay yeah, yeah. but yeah that's definitely a wtf for me but here's an even worse wtf i mean it's bad enough you've got violence on the campaign trail and i'm and i knew i i warned people you watch at post roe v wade and this summer the violence these people these these people these deranged people will not care i mean we've already had an assassination attempt on just supreme court justice kavanaugh we've already had it now and now you go after the republican nominee for the governorship of New York I'm like no I I warn people these people are not running on all cylinders they are filled with anger and hate and they are willing to go to the point of causing physical harm physical harm and sadly congressman Zeldin has just discovered this but I, in a way, I kind of feel a little vindicated, but, and just to think, here we are in late July, and November ain't that far away. It's not. And how many other Republican candidates, especially if they're pro life, I would strongly suggest you make sure you have some decent security uh, at your events if you happen to be a Republican. And you're running for house maybe Senate or maybe even state legislatures because these people don't care they just do not care but it tends to be the higher the office the higher the stakes and so yeah keep yourselves on keep your eyes open keep your eyes open my friends because November's coming and then January shows up Nancy Pelosi's out of a job maybe some Democrat governors too and so yeah she's not going to be speaker there's going to be a huge red wave now unless the gov- unless the GOP absolutely screws it up which I'm afraid it is possible but hopefully if they just think you know okay yeah you know whatever you know just deal with it but no they won't socialists leftists communists whatever they will not rest until they get what they want period you've got to remember that going in and for all these Republicans who want the media to like them they're not forget it do what you're supposed to do for your constituents and for your district the media will not care they will lie about you like a dog they won't be your friend and not you know and some poor reporterette just batting her little eyes I said uh, honey go away I don't need you right now so anyway that's just that's crazy enough right there but now since we're kind of on the subject of the or well, we're on the subject of the January 6th uh, kangaroo court just the news once again coming out with a amazing story. Amazing story. Now, of course, if you're foolish enough to believe what the January 6 kangaroo court tells you and the media, then there's no hope for you. You need help. But fortunately, most people don't care. And I'm very grateful for that, but the Democrats or the democrats I should say, their lie, this summer primetime investigative, there's nothing investigative about the damn hearing. It's not. It's political theater on a level that even I haven't seen in 25 years of doing media. But yet, we're supposed to believe what's been told to us by Kinzinger and Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney. Dick Cheney and drag and mean, and all the other goofballs, you know, Shifty Schiff, Pister Pencil Neck and little Jamie Raskin and all these others, but interesting. Uh, <clears throat> now, of course, they tell you constantly hoping to get this idea in your mind. It's almost like mass formation psychosis that Robert Malone used to talk about but this uh, story (laughs) oh my gosh it's crazy but I I love it this is why John Solomon and his just the news team are top-notch five-star investigative journalists now we're supposed to be told that Trump planned the whole January 6th mess but the (laughs) That interesting the story by just the news Trump gave order to make sure January 6th rally was a safe event and it's a memo from the Pentagon This memo I'm and I'm just reading the story and as per usual John Solomon brought the receipts he brought the receipts I mean this whole thing about oh no it was terrible and you know the proud boys the Oath Keepers blah 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 oh it's just terrible <laughs> Trump did it all no he didn't dear you whiny bunch of liars and I have no problem saying that just spawns of Satan who are nothing more than liars Who are morally bankrupt intellectually dishonest and several other things that I really don't want to get into because I'm trying to keep this a family show but yes there is the memo from the Department of Defense Inspector General and in the article there are links to it to the very memos that John Solomon and his crew were talking about so yes it's just amazing how um how just nuts and how much of a um, liars the January 6th committee is the Democrats as a whole and so and it's no wonder why so many of them have decided to retire not run again for re-election blah 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 now interesting some of this now from the Department of Defense Inspector General's report Mr. M- Mr. Miller and General Milley met with the President at the White House at 5:30 p.m. the primary topic they discussed was unrelated to the scheduled rally. General Milley told us that at the end of the meeting the President told Mr. Miller that there would be a large number of protesters January 6 2021 and Mr. Miller should ensure sufficient National Guard or soldiers would be there to make sure it was a safe event. General Milley told us that Mr. Miller responded we've got a plan and we've got it covered. Now this is in the Department of Defense's inspector general report. Now of course the J6 kangaroo court doesn't give a rip. They don't care. They don't want to know that because they know that that would take their narrative and blow it straight to hell and I love it so yes I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a link on in black over the weekend for anybody who wants to read this because John Solomon does his homework he and his team and they're very good at what they do so there are memos there are all kinds of things you know there's also in this article a timeline now the timeline is important but it's only one piece of a much larger puzzle because just the news has already done extensive research and reporting that they knew the Capitol Police Knew about potential protests weeks before January 6th all the way back to just before Christmas of 2020. They knew it. The FBI knew it. Homeland Security knew it. The intelligence folks at the U.S. Capitol Police knew it. And they knew it from a variety of other sources. So what did Nancy Pelosi know and when did she know it because essentially the sergeant at arms answers to Pelosi. Hmm. Where was it? Why wasn't the Capitol police staffed enough for that day if they knew trouble was coming? Hmm. Oh, and the big question, the $64,000 question, since we're talking about January 6th, the conviction of Steve Bannon for contempt of Congress, how about the person who could probably do the most damage to the J6 committee's ever so precious narrative? Anybody know who I'm talking about? Here's a name for you Ray Epps. Ray Epps, who has all kinds of video evidence against him on January 5th. Trying to rally people to go into the Capitol for the next day. January 6th, he was there at the primary point of the breach. But yet, and after six months of being on the FBI's most wanted list and all of a sudden disappearing in the middle of 2021, it makes you wonder. There are questions here, legitimate questions. And I would love, come January, to see. About getting Mr. Epps back to the a real investigative committee, not this January 6th crap, a real investigative committee with ranking members of Democrats, with minority counsel, with everything. Subpoena power and everything. Because what the January 6th committee is doing, and they have no clue they are planting a seed that's going to bring back one very very nasty harvest because if you think you can get away with it now with this sham committee let's see what you let's see what's gonna happen when a real committee with real structure and real investigative power and subpoena powers and all of that can do to your narrative and all the crap that you have thrown at the American people because it's gonna hurt, and as far as Bannon and his conviction, dear psycho leftists, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. So hopefully, a little bit of wisdom, even though it's it's kind of a waste. You know, it's like casting pearls before swine. But I figure, well, I want to be fair and give you warning. But, oh well, enjoy now, because you're going to absolutely want to pop a blood vessel later when it's all coming back to bite y'all right in your backside. Well, my friends, I'm going to call it a day today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. And wherever, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you be safe out there. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.